Hey guys, welcome back to Retweet. Thank you so much for giving us such good feedback last podcast. I'm your host, Lydia. And I'm Dina. And we got a special homie in the building. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> um, ben here, Dina and Lydia's friend. Really excited to be here. Uh, I love the first episode. Uh, louder, louder, louder. Say a lot of people in the back, bro. <laughs> Okay. I loved that ish. Yeah. No, honestly, thank you so much to everyone that listened, even if you only listened for five minutes, because me and Lydia definitely put a lot of work into the first podcast. Yeah. And I've taken the comments that also were crit- criticisms. And uh, <laughs> guys, I, I'm hurt. really trying not to say like, and I'm really trying not to laugh loudly. If you know me, you know <laughs> that that's just who I am. I'm so sorry to anyone that. Shout out to the headphone <laughs> users to hear that. I'm sorry, I did not hear that when I was editing. Like, yeah. yeah. But anyways, we're just going to get right into it. Um, so yeah, what we want to talk about on this episode is the idea of separating an artist from their art. And kind of the main question we want to get about is, is it possible? Like, can you separate the person and what they create? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So just like out of the gate, yes or no? So personally, okay, so this is hard. I think there are <laughs> levels, but as... As a general, I say no. Um, Just like a short explanation to back that up is I think that a lot of times people make art out of their own experiences and out of their own belief systems. Mm -hmm. And so if you're someone who believes certain like problematic, um, I won't say problematic activities, but problematic behavior is wrong, then I think that's going to show in the way that you create. I think that who you are as a person in your mindset shows a lot in what you create. So, okay. yeah, I'm going to say overall, no. Okay. I'm going to say, like, definitely yes. Like, it's easier for some people, harder with other people. Like, there's definitely levels to it. Mm. But, like, definitely, for me, clear cut, yes. Yeah. But, like, the punishment's got to fit the crime. Like, how much I'm hating on you has got to fit, like, what you did. You okay. Know? So you can separate it or you can't? I definitely can. You can, okay. I can. And yeah. Um, I feel like I'm in the middle of the two of you. Mm. Um. Me and Lydia actually recorded this podcast before by ourselves, and um, my answer was pretty, like, solid then. But now I've been thinking about it a lot, and there's a lot of music that I want to listen to, and it just feels so morally wrong. Yeah, Yeah. I feel that. It's hard. Yeah, so I'm kind of in the middle where it's, like, I – it matters to me. It does. But sometimes, like – I listen to Kanye sometimes. And it's just yeah. like I will say this, like you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Being a bad person definitely doesn't mean you make bad art, right? Like yeah. no. you can definitely be a terrible person and make literally the most amazing sound, mm-hmm. most amazing paintings, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel like terrible people might make better art, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're more interesting. Can you give examples? <laughs> might be more interesting. Like okay. I'm kind of cheese. Like, coming into this, I was expecting to, like, just go in on Azalea after, like, the whole Wild and Out episode. Mm. I was I listened to, like, one, two, three, four of her tracks, like, YouTube videos, too, coming mm-hmm. in. I was like, God damn it, this girl's nice. You but know? Azalea Banks is so problematic. Like She's, like, her voice. And, like, but is she more problematic than Kanye? Nah, she's not yeah. the same, like, No, level. okay, it's different. Yeah. Like, Azalea is so openly homophobic and she says so much homophobic like homophobic slurs transphobic slurs um there is similarities between them like azalea is a trump supporter kanye is a trump supporter um 
and like me and Lydia have talked about this before but women get shit on so much more than men when it comes to being problematic like they will be canceled way before a man will be canceled it's facts we're more just we're just more lenient as a society to men being trash for some reason yeah, because boys will be boys. So. <laughs> what can yeah, because boys will be boys. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, I think it's really interesting that we live in a society that's so consumed with, es- like, ethical consumption mm-hmm. and consuming, um, consuming food that's like fair trade, or your coffee's fair trade, your makeup is cruelty free, <coughs> and things like that. And it's like, why don't we have that same energy towards the media we're consuming? Because at the end of the day. How many women were violated in the making of a Harvey Weinstein film? Exactly. And, like, that's... I mean, honestly, like, if you also know me, like, I'm honestly really trying to be a vegan. Like, I do slip up. (laughs) I try to be ethical. Like, and that's why I do try to support certain artists more than others. It is hard, though, because there are some people that you think are ethical and they're not. An example of this is recently a guy, one of the members of Brockhampton, he went me here. Brockhampton is supposed to be, like, this really progressive group. Um... It's like, if you guys don't know, it's like a gay rap rock band, just like a rap group. And but one of them, named Amir, he like came out and well, he didn't come out. He got accused. Well, he got didn't get accused because it happened. But basically, women came out and said that he, they had like gone sexually harassed by him, which is obviously really like disappointing because this is someone that is supposed to be in this super like progressive group. So I don't know. Sometimes people disappoint. I hear that. The Harvey Weinstein gets to me too. Like, mm-hmm. like Good Will Hunting is a movie he produced. Like mm-hmm. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck's first movie together, the bro directed. But like the Weinstein bros like produced it. Yeah. And I love that movie. You know, I literally watch the movie like maybe like once or twice every other year. But now every time I watch it, I'm just like, ah, yeah, you know? it, it ruins it a little bit. It does. And at the same time, it's like, are we excusing? reprehensible behavior for the sake of art Mm -hmm. like where is the line that we draw where it's like i don't want to consume your media anymore because you're a shit person right Mm -hmm. because you're kind of validating someone's experience especially if you're giving them money like especially if you're giving them your coin um streaming their music or buying their music or whatever whatever you do um buying their films you're validating their experience or sorry their existence in the music industry or in the film industry when you give them your money your attention your coin um your, yeah everything so i picking up because this is kind of where the idea for this episode stemmed from was the conversation around x and um i mean he did pass i guess i think it was like a month or two ago now and um a lot of the rhetoric around like around his passing was um the fact that people were not painting him as a saint because he wasn't and people were bringing up the stuff that he did and there was a lot of um conflict between the two sides where some people were supporting him and giving them their money and things like that and if you weren't on that camp and you weren't 
particularly mourning his death, mm-hmm. then it was like you're celebrating his death and you're dancing on his grave right now, which is not the case. Um, but just be like when someone dies, it doesn't mean that everything that they did when they were alive that was horrible is going to be erased because unfortunately that's not how life works no. and it's like it just gets me to this question of are that there's some things where i can't help you and you're not going to change because that's instilled in you so deep that hatred that homophobia that misogyny um and that violence is so instilled in you that you're not going to change because a lot of the stuff I saw about X was people saying that he was trying to change. He was putting on benefit concerts for um, rape victims and things like that. And it's like, yeah, he's a celebrity. He knows that his image means something. So how do you like that's not to me. It didn't seem genuine. Mm-hmm. I do think a big argument about X, though, is that he was like just really young. Yeah. Um, X is my age. We're both uh, 98 babies. <laughs> and uh, I think that. Anybody, I just feel like you could use that argument for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, like, I don't understand how old, how old do you get till you're held accountable for your actions? You're 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not even a minor at this point. Yeah. So I don't understand why people are telling you you're too young. Also, because I am a 20-year-old, I can vouch that I have the mind capability to know what is sexual harassment, what is homophobia, what is beating someone up to basically the death. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's my point. But you said that you can separate the artist. Yeah, yeah, so I'm curious to see, like, what is your opinion on X? I, again, like, I'm not the biggest fan. I just, like, I just wasn't into his music that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really know about it. I didn't really hear it. Mm-hmm. But just, like, the thing that gets me, like, always has me thinking is, like, my nephew, he loves the guy, you know? Like, it's his, like, Instagram picture. Mm. Like, so, like, he's, like, kind of the artist for, like, the new wave. Yeah. And, like. He's an X stan, okay. My nephew is like seven or eight, so like he oh. probably is not like, not really like he probably doesn't know the other side. Yeah, which gets me thinking like the celebrity thing too. It's like their lives are on blast, you know, mm-hmm. and so like they're always being judged. And like I'm not saying, you know, I'm not like mm-hmm. condoning everything he did, but like yeah. we know so much about these people, and it's like wouldn't be nice just like release your art like a Sia type thing. We don't know shit about Sia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Sia's chilling. What's Sia getting up to? Sia's not putting her life out there. Plus, like with the with the age thing too. Like, I was thinking about this today. Like, with all the like problematic people, Mm -hmm. like they're they're young and life's long for some. Hopefully, knock on wood. Mm -hmm. Like, I was thinking about Malcolm. Like the shit Malcolm was doing when he was young, Malcolm X. If he was only judged on that. Oh my gosh! (laughs) No, that was see that meme. It was memes, it was tweets. No, yeah. yeah, like me and Lydia talked about this, how there was this post that was like, it was about gram, X. Right? You saw that. It was basically saying, if Malcolm X had died at 20, he yeah. would have died a woman abuser and yeah, whatever. I saw that, I saw if, um, who was it? I think it was Maya Angelou. Yeah. If Maya Angelou had died at 20, she would have died a single mother and something something like that. Mm-hmm. And we, oh, a single mother and a sex worker. And I was like, how is, first of all, how is abusing women and being a single mother, like, or a sex worker, equate, like, how does that equate to one another? Like, one of them no. is a serious crime that's hurting someone, and the <laughs> other one is just a parent who stayed. Yeah, it's someone grinding. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, 
Well, Duke, well, that comes, like, down to to call-out culture. So, recently, just, like, a little break from X, mm. um, one of my favorite YouTubers, her name is Enya, and <laughs> uh, she recently put out a video, first of all, like, as hypocritical as this is, I don't have Twitter, even though my whole podcast is called Retweet. <laughs> um, but drag apparently, me. yeah, honestly, drag me in the comments. <laughs> but um, yeah, so apparently when she was like 14, she like put out tweets saying the N-word, mm-hmm. like a couple. Um, but she made a video apologizing it, apologizing for it. So can, like, when you say something when you're young, do you feel like that should follow you forever? No, definitely not. Because mm-hmm. I don't think so either. I watched the videos, like, honestly, like, it's whatever. And you the know apology what? apology is key, too, you know? Like, after Kanye apologized, I was so happy. I was did like, he apologize? Like a, he did. He went on this radio show. He apologized for the slavery comment. He oh, did he? Apologized. Oh, did I didn't even see apology? that. I didn't no. see the apology, no. God. But X never apologized, apologized. Yeah. did he? I, I could I've, I've canceled uh, Kanye in my head. No, watch <laughs> so, the apology. I, I was so happy. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm listening to these Life of Pablo. Yeah whatever he made before that yeah because before that i was like yo i'm gonna listen to whatever he said before he said the slavery thing yeah but after that it's like ah no i can't i can't roll with that well that's the thing about kanye though is anybody who kept following him even after um what's like the bipolar i'm bipolar and it's awesome what's that album called Yay. yay um you know what like Obviously, I mean, I listen to it, obviously, but if you bought it, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not dumb. Um, if you bought it, like, or you streamed it, like, whatever, because Kanye's discography is really great. He's mm-hmm. done a lot for, like, the black community. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know about all this Trump stuff, but, like, it is what it is. Like, you can't deny the fact that he's made a lot of good work. Mm-hmm. So, but someone in comparison to X, for example, like, I mean, I'm not going to act like I was ever an X fan. So, like, I don't even really know a lot of his music. Um, all I know is that he's done a lot of bad things from the get-go. People have known this from the absolute get-go. You have no excuse. You knew from the beginning that he was an abuser and mm-hmm. not everything else that he was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, his abuse timeline came out so early in his career before he really blew up. Um, but I feel like it wasn't something that was really on my radar until um, an article came out by the Miami New Times. If you mm. guys want to read it, I'm going to put it in the description box um, for SoundCloud. But... Yeah, the article was basically an interview with his ex-girlfriend, and it was a detailed account of the abuse that she suffered at his hands, and it was so disturbing. It was, like, a pretty long read, but if you finish it, um, you won't be able to listen to his music after. Like, I could not listen to it because it was just, like, hearing this victim's account of what this man had done to her, I could not even fathom listening to his music. Um but having said that, he does have a lot of good music. So it's hard. It's hard when you're, especially like music is such an influential thing. Yeah. And if the music moves you, it moves you. And so it's hard to be like, I'm never going to listen to this again. But sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. And, you know, life isn't easy. So sometimes you have to do shit that's hard. Yeah, yeah. no, I totally get that. Like, obvious like i was never for example i was never chris brown fan so when people were canceling chris brown i <laughs> was like record, i don't he care apologized too no like okay well documentary i never really cared because yeah. i was like okay he's canceled that was the easiest cancellation because i really never listened to him mm-hmm. um but when artists i started liking started getting canceled it was just like way harder because music has such a huge emotional attachment to like life like that's why there's music at weddings that's why there's music at like celebrations that's why there's music at funerals like music is literally everywhere and has such a huge impact on our lives and our moods and our ability like music is like therapy 
So I don't know, like, if X was your musical therapy. I mean, I can't blame you, but I do think that ethical conception of music should be, like, should be um, encouraged, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting when we talk about someone like Kanye because we all love him. Yeah. yeah, And it's like, it's so hard because his discography is so ingrained in my heart. He's done so many good things for hip hop. How do I cancel this man? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I mean, his new music is not good anyways. Like <laughs> Violent yeah. Crimes. Violent Crimes is the worst song on earth. Violent um, Crimes is horrid. If you're a guy and you feel like you can respect women <laughs> after you've had kids, it's a little ridiculous. Is that the one, but you sound like Kylie and them? No. no. You haven't. Violent Crimes is on Ye. Okay, I, it's, I listened to the yay like one time. Just okay, yeah, just, you're not missing just, anything. Yeah, um, violent crimes basically is a song where he's like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. He's basically saying like, oh my goodness, now I realize all the bad doing I've done to women because, because now I have, I have a daughter, daughter. Oh. and the context is real, <laughs> which is crazy. It says a lot about how we raise men to see women. I don't yeah. think you should wait till you're an adult to have a child to realize that women are human. Yeah, if you feel this way. Um, you only see humanity in You someone. should, yeah, you After should that. probably seek some sort of guidance. <laughs> you need help. You need help. <laughs> no, but I just know so many guys are listening to Violent Crimes and they're like, yo, this song is so deep. Like, I relate. Once I have a daughter, like, you know what I mean? So yeah. um, it's hard because I feel like it's true. A lot of men don't see humanity in women past their family members. That's um, why we always want to say she was a mother. She was a daughter. She was a human. Point period. That's it. <laughs> but what is your opinion on that, Ben? Because you look like you want to say something. I just feel like, I feel like we've all just kind of accepted that, like, it's sad, and it's, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be true. But like, rap is hella sexist, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can we all like accept that, yeah. and then be surprised when like Kanye or like Jay on that one song is like took took me to to have a daughter to see through a woman's eyes. Like I remember when Jay Z said that. Yeah, four forty four. Oh God. See, it's like, how can we be surprised when? they say that but like i think the world is honestly just sexist it's not just rap but yeah yeah. but hip-hop does get like shit on so much for misogyny Mm. when there's misogyny in every genre have you heard a country song (laughs) yeah country music is really intense it's like really the other day okay so basically for the longest time until dina I don't yeah. listen to country either, but... No, until Dina <laughs> bought me an aux cord recently, um, I had to play radio music. Sometimes I would just flip it, <laughs> and uh, there would be country music, and I was like, okay, let me just hear this. And this guy was comparing his girlfriend to, like, a beer bottle. And I was like, <laughs> this is not only sound stupid, you, like, literally are stupid. No, yeah. beer bottles are nice, I'm just telling you. <laughs> you want your shorty to be shaped like a beer bottle? Nah, I'm just saying... <laughs> As a man, I who appreciates beer, beer is good. Okay. 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 <laughs> Drag Ben in the comments. <laughs> yeah, Ben wants his woman to be shaped like a fucking Heineken. But also, like, even in this discussion, I always like mention celebrities. Obviously, I'm not gonna mention people I know, but there are some people that I do know in real life that are artists. Mm. And like on the lowest of keys, I know that if I knew them as a celebrity, I probably like I would want to support them because I actually do like their art. Like I don't friend people who I don't like their art. Um, cause it's embarrassing. Like, you know, yeah. they want you to go to your, sh- their show and you're like, yeah, I'm busy. But like, actually you hate whatever they make. Yeah. Um, but I think that 
call out culture is like not as prominent amongst your own friend group is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things that I would honestly probably cancel a celebrity for doing, mm-hmm. but because this is my friend doing it, I feel a bit awkward saying this to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, nothing to the extent of maybe abuse, but whether it be like saying something homophobic or saying something sexist, like I'll just be like, oh my God, that's just them. But yeah. I'll still mm-hmm. pay $5 to go to their show or yeah. whatever the case may be. I hear that. No. And especially like on the point of cancel culture and call out culture. Um, I think it's so interesting because it's like, why are we so obsessed with doing that? Like, yes, I get that we're having a conversation about separating the artist from their art, but people will like go on a mission to go through someone's old tweets from like 2009 to find something problematic that they said. Like, even like, I'm sure you guys have seen the Doja Cat video, Bitch, I'm a Cow. Yeah. And like, everyone was like loving Doja Cat. I mean, Doja Cat has been making music for a minute, but she kind of got some clout off that video. And people went back in her tweets and found stuff where she was saying, like, homophobic things and whatever. And it's, like, yeah, she did say those things, like, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, why are we so obsessed with calling people out for things that they've done and canceling them? It's, like, people are literally going and looking for something to be mad about. I mean, in defense of the people who called out <laughs> Dojo Cash, her apology was really bad. No, her apology was horrid. Like, but, I'm not defending her in any yeah, yeah, yeah. in any sense, no. But I do agree with that point. Like, we are looking back. Sometimes we do look back a little too far yeah. to cancel people. Like Enya. Yeah, like Enya, for example. Like, that's something that I can definitely forgive. But then I get asked about people like Jeffree Star and why I don't forgive him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I guess what it depends do, on the do. apology. I feel uh, like... Jeffree Star has like, a long history of problematicness like yeah. he, he has so many like documented um times where he said the n-word like on video not even just twitter like oh. on video and just like so many different like transphobic comments that he's made and things like that um he has this so many that it's like uh you're canceled jeffrey like no bye you can have a rest of me basket case silhouette cigarette internet check my twitter page for something holier than black death who am i gypsy black the vacancy of hallelujah me hollow in my interviews me only wearing tennis shoes to clubs with dress codes because fuck they clubs Everything is everything, me no name, me niggas doing cocaine, me missing brother Mike like something heavy, me heart just wasn't ready, I wish I was a kid to catch. And I think, especially in talking about um, intent, and if your intent is to harm, Versus if it's done out of ignorance or by accident or whatever. Um, with X, like, abuse is something that is intentional. Like, you thought about that. You did that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, actually, maybe you didn't think about it. Maybe it was a heat of the moment thing. But that was a conscious decision. You are a 20-year-old man. You know what you're doing when you're abusing your girlfriend, hitting her, choking her, um, ho- like, ho- holding her hostage in a room with no food and water when she's pregnant um there's just so much like i could go into um read the article if you want to know because it's just there's so much shit that he did to her that it's like it's heartbreaking but and it's hard too because people who are listening to him and with that information they're also making that same decision to financially support him yeah and people make those like those decisions and like it's also enforcing a complicit culture where we're being complicit in someone else's trash behavior, like, where's the line where we're going to draw and say, I'm not going to support you anymore. I'm not going to remain complicit in consuming your media and validating your experience as a person. 
yeah you know what i mean like we live in such a complicit culture where it's like oh well i can't do anything about it i'm just one person like we all have that mindset and that's why everything like nothing is ever going to change if we can continuously feed into the cycle of complicitness yeah Yeah, exactly it's tough with like especially in the black community too because like there's nothing more important to like for us to improve our whole situation together than being together and sticking together and like supporting each Mm -hmm. other yeah yeah and that's the hard part like if you want to let's say um support a black rapper Mm. and as a black woman you're like oh my god i want to support him because he's black i want to like you know support black businesses but then as a woman you know there's Mm. like that dynamic where it's like do i want to support the blackness within me and support this guy or do i want to support the women Mm -hmm. and support like my other women and not support this guy because i don't want them to go to a concert or freaking meet and greet Mm -hmm. and have the risk of getting sexually harassed yeah yeah we gotta find a way for us to be like oh like I'm going to support you, but you have to support me, like, as an artist, as a black celebrity, as whatever. Mm -hmm. And you know what? There's levels to problematicness. Like, one problematic behavior is not equal to another in a lot of cases. Um, You know, Kanye's comments is not equal to X's abuse, is not equal to, um, like, 6 9 what do you guys think about six nine? I honestly I don't even six, know. Um, I'm gonna be really ignorant. I actually don't even know what happened with six nine. I don't um, even. I can't name you a six nine song. He uh, sexually abused yeah. an underage girl. Disgusting. Did he? Yeah. yeah. And even oh. Kodak Black was he not in jail for? for Is that the one I wanna see you win? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's not. Let's even not Kodak, like, like, Kodak. I, I like Kodak. I don't wanna not like. Kodak. I like Kodak too. <laughs> I do. The they you all start funny? out as good guys. Huh? I don't know if you know this, like. Yeah. With X and with Six Nine, like with X especially, like I hadn't listened to anything in you, I hadn't like known even about him until like you brought it up to me, Dina, and like yeah. after that, like had no intention of listening to it. X. Yeah. It's easy when you have never listened to them before, exactly. but once you've already done it, it's like, bruh, I listen to Rolling Peace every day. Like, fuck, I don't <laughs> know what to do about Kodak. Uh, yeah, the Kodak thing is. Uh, Kodak do though. I'm pretty sure. He, like there was allegations of sexual abuse by with Kodak as well mm. um and allegations isn't like a real word like, yeah it. yeah allegedly let's it's not allegedly about, let's talk about allegedly allegedly do you feel like allegedly it should be used when we're talking about sexual harassment i feel like it depends on the person so let's say for if example with xx would you say he allegedly um sexually harassed his pregnant girlfriend no i feel like i feel like that's out there when he's allegedly but if it, like with the Kodak, I haven't heard anything about it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use allegedly. With, I like I would use allegedly with Kodak. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use a, allegedly with anything like Cosby. Like you know. Oh my goodness. Like people who deny Cosby is just like the Cosby what are thing. You doing? No, that's actually happened to me. Like I. How do you? you how do you deny that? Yeah, I was having a conversation with a guy, and um, the I don't know how Bill Cosby came up, but it did, and he he was like just talking to. He was be- <laughs> not like that, <laughs> but he she was he was literally like. Free Cosby. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? Like, he's literally a sexual abuser. And then he was like, allegedly. And I'm like, 60 women are lying? Yeah. Like, people what? would what? rather believe Bill Cosby than 60 women. Like, you're sick. Just because he made the, the Cosby show is not that fucking good, okay? Heathcliff Huxtable is not Bill Cosby. <laughs> the guy you're defending is not real. Not a real person, yeah, guys. Literally. Like, it's a character. Oh, yeah. Go fucking watch the Cosby show if you want. But it's like, why are you still 
watching that right now. Like, why are you still listening to R. Kelly? R. Kelly has been canceled in my head for mm-hmm. so long. Why are we still listening to Ignition, guys? Okay, is it like, is it the 15-year-old girl thing? Or is it like the sex cult thing? Or is it um, like, All of it? All of it? Just like all of his problematic shit that has come out. Honestly, like, clearly you should not be like peeing on 15-year-old girls. Mm-hmm. Or sexually like, assault, like sexual abuse claims, like everything. With everything. Yeah. Okay. Clearly, you should not be doing that. But like, I didn't know about the sexual abuse stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew about the peeing stuff. <laughs> that's dude, <laughs> that's, that's sick. That's I feel name. like <laughs> even if you're at twenty or at fifteen, like, yeah, Dave Chappelle's a great joke about this. At fifteen, you should know, like, don't get peed on. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so before I knew about the sexual assault stuff, like, if R. Kelly's ignition comes on, ignition comes on the club, like. I forget who wrote that. I'm bumping to that. You know, it's a great yeah, song. Yeah, it depends how much alcohol I've consumed. But yeah. do you feel like you can be friends or be in a relationship with people who like support those type of artists that are like, so for example, with the Cosby thing mm-hmm. or any of the artists we've mentioned, and they're like, well, allegedly, like, would you be down to like, are you okay being friends with people like that and seeing those people like financially support those like problematic nah. people? Mm. Nah, not with, not with the Cosby thing, nah. I feel like I'd be really scared because um, if you still say things like allegedly, mm. I know that if I was ever in that situation, that you wouldn't really believe me. Yeah. I would yeah. not want to talk to you about my own experience. Have that had had that situation ever happened to me, I would never want to talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah, you tell saying free Cosby is basically you telling me this is not a free space. I believe men. I will always believe like the rapist. Yeah, and yeah. people will always be like, Well, why didn't you speak up or whatever, whatever? Because some like sometimes yeah. abuse claims will come out, especially with like Harvey Weinstein thing. The abuse claims came out so, oh, um, like years far, later, with far the Harvey after. Thing, like once Louis C.K. thing came out. Yeah. Like I loved Louis C.K. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, and like it came out tough. quite a while after it happened, and people will always question the fact of why women are coming out now. And it's like, do you see what happens to them when they mm. do speak up for themselves? Like, ex's girlfriend got harassed. Like, his fans would come to her job. They would harass her online. Like, she couldn't leave her house. They found her address and everything. So being in a victim of abuse and coming out about it is such a traumatic and hard thing to do. And then when you're going to sit there and say, allegedly, and basically shit on the girl, yeah. obviously people are not going to want to come out and talk about these things. No. Even, like... I'm not trying to like diminish anything here, but even like with Terry Crews, like mm. even he didn't want to come out because he was like, I don't know if it was like just being black in Hollywood or yeah. what it was, but like people know that people when people speak up about these things, usually you're not taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's another topic as well. Um, I wish I could remember the black male that got sexually harassed and no, when he came that, out. No, that's who we're talking Terry about, Cruz. Terry Crews. Was that the same guy from so, The Breakfast Club? Right. No, no Terry Charlemagne. Like Charlemagne didn't he get sexually harassed when he was like really young? And okay, that's was... different. Charlemagne said that. He was in his book, like. Oh no. No. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, like a way older woman was like pleasuring him orally when he was like that's thirteen so or whatever, and like he now he's just like, oh, that was traumatic. And that was fucked up. But at yeah. the time, he was like, yo, this is lit. Mm. Yeah. No. Definitely but, like, not. No, especially with the Terry Crews thing, I really wanted to talk about that because. It's such a different situation where it's a black male. Mm. And if you see Terry Crews, like, he's a big guy, too. Like, it's a big, black, hulking male. Mm. And he came out with abuse claims um, against 
like a white producer, a white male producer, and he I waited believe. Like a whole year before he said and anything. Yeah, he anyone. waited a, a full year, and it's like, yeah, of course he would, because he's scared, mm. and he doesn't know what's gonna happen to his career, especially being black in Hollywood. Like he doesn't know what's gonna happen to his career. He doesn't know what's gonna happen to his family. Um, his masculinity is gonna be called into question. There's so many factors here, so it shows that it's it, it's not just women that feel this way it's men too it's anybody who's like not in a powerful position in exactly society they're in whichever group yeah mm-hmm. it's all about a power imbalance yeah and even when i was uh like doing research for this podcast i even found out that like emma roberts said sexual harassment hit her like man she um did. yeah mm-hmm. and it was like it was we lost emma roberts i love her really why <laughs> for her for what we wild child yeah wild child like we are the millers guys it was a great movie oh, i never watched millers. it or uh, palo alto i guess but do you feel like all the people we mentioned Rest so Emma Roberts. cosby x like all these people do you feel like the reason why we talk about them do you feel like the reason why they're in so much heat is because they're black men like do you I feel, feel like, like we put black men um like under a microscope more for these type of things because we didn't know about Emma Roberts mm-hmm. and Emma Roberts like that must have came out at least after Chris Brown beat up Rihanna not even just Emma Roberts look at freaking Lena Dunham yeah exactly Whoa, fake ass feminist okay are you crazy what, did you guys not thing? like she has a I'm complete not that kind of girl um <laughs> she's an ex- excerpt in I her book <laughs> no guys she has like a entire part of her book where she's talking about how she used to sexually abuse her little sister Ser- oh my god yeah I haven't started girls, so I don't. I guess I don't have to watch that anymore. And I was literally like, "Oh my god! Like, how are people consciously supporting this woman? Like, no." And people don't really talk. Like, I don't hear it's many people too, talk about. Like, she that. was like, she was praised for so long for like being body positive. But Bo- yeah, body posy, feminist yeah. queen. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you, no. It's just so hard to no, but yeah. It definitely shows the difference in which black men are looked at under a microscope in mm. comparison to like a white woman doing a crime or even just I feel like black people. Yeah. Like, Taking like how huge Black Panther was. Mm-hmm. It just shows like how underrepresented we are. And like there's like 10, 50 Emma Roberts. Yeah, yeah for there's, sure. Like, two or three Azealia Banks. Mm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's so true. And even when X died, like one of my favorite DJs, she like made this post because she had said RIP like X and people mm. were like, how would you feel this way? Like you're a feminist like DJ. But she basically said that um, you need to acknowledge that like blackness and hip hop are like, I guess like trivialized more than anybody else, which I do think to a certain, like is true to a certain extent. Um, but I think that if you're a black, like, a part of me like i can't excuse your behavior just because you're black or just because you're a woman even or, though you are like of my people i guess or if like you're pretty or yeah if you're pretty like i don't care like if you're doing something to harm people and you're problematic like i can't support you yeah like i wish i could support azalea banks because it's like you are a black woman you're a rapper and i would hope to see you prosper but in the, the day i can't see you prosper i think the quality of like whatever they're doing is important too yeah that is true mm, yeah like, I'm kind of more lenient towards Azealia now after like hearing her music. <laughs> like her music is is I hate it, but I hate how much I like it. Yeah, type of thing. I know. I hate how much I love Kanye. I, I know, and it's like, yeah, Kanye said horrible shit, but I when Ye Kanye. came out, I low key listened to it, and you know, I might have enjoyed maybe one song. I didn't really like the album, but mm. I liked one of the songs, and 
I was like, no, I can't save this. But then Kids See Ghost came out, Kids and I was like, out. okay, it's Cuddy <laughs> that I'm supporting, not Kanye. So I was like, okay, whatever. Mm. And then so I listened to that instead. And then I go back and listen to like the college dropout. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like environment is excusable as well? Is that like is this the Kardashian effect? Is it a curse? Maybe the Kardashian effect. Maybe it's X growing up. Like, cause I, I remember think when. Might be cursed now. Sorry. Oh really? <laughs> Let's talk about your theory on the Kardashian. Yeah. Curse. I think did we see Tristan Thompson in the finals? No, because <laughs> you know it was cursed. Did we? <laughs> what happened to Kanye? Blonde hair a few weeks after. Yeah. Lost relationship. Lost touch with B and Hove. Like Lamar. Lamar, I wonder- Lamar was Lamar was a balling with on the Lakers. Yeah. He was living his best life. Chloe comes along. It was like it was on like what was he on? He was addicted to something hard. Yeah. Karen or something. Be, yeah. I'm not sure. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Travis. I can't even like. I can't even. Bro, nothing happened to Travis. Astro World is amazing. It, so let's it, just coming. not talk about Travis yet. He literally, he just dyed his hair blonde today. So wait for it. He did. Yeah. Oh God. We lost another one. <laughs> I'm dead. That's how it starts. Oh. I wonder God. what they do to like. You know, it's just Chris in the back with, like, the teacup doing the whole get-out thing. She's doing voodoo, yeah. 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 I respect her, though. Like, I respect Kim so much. Why? You want to know? Okay, go off. <laughs> like, you can say your point to why, and then I'll go off on mine. Like, I hate how Kylie's, like, a billionaire now, billionaire now because she, like, profited off black women, mm-hmm. features and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But their whole family, like, Kim's literally popping. Like, she's, like, world famous and very financially well off and it all started because she made a sex tape like mm-hmm. the way okay. she just flipped that so yeah i was gonna say that the so flipped that, yeah. yeah no i totally agree so i don't like the crashes because they do appropriate a lot of culture and i like disagree with that yeah and i think they're really like unoriginal like i don't know i don't really like like their look at all but i will say that i really 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 respect the fact that Kim had a whole sex tape. Something bad happened to her, and she made it into a business move. I will say, like, that is pretty iconic. Because yeah. she could have, yeah. honestly, like, we could have really never really heard about her again. Yeah. Like, I mean, Was I Ray J really that relevant? Not really. <laughs> Not like, really. Like, she she really took that light and said, let me make money. Mm-hmm. So I, res- I do really respect that. But obviously, like, I don't care if you, like, appropriate black women's features. Like, that's shitty on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did get that one girl out of jail, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did see that. I, Does I, one good deed. I don't know. Does <laughs> <laughs> one good deed. That's like three Kanye songs I get to yeah. listen to. Yeah. <laughs> we just unlocked three straight <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I also think it's so funny how people will, like, drag celebrities for shit that's, like, none of their business. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when Party Next Door posted a photo with Kehlani on Instagram, and she oh, was with... Big Sean um, No, 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 no. It was... She was dating... Big Sean. N- not Kehlani. No. no, that's Janae Aiko, but oh. Kehlani was dating a... Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. Yeah, a yeah. basketball player. She, she was dating Kyrie. And when that post came out, like, Kehlani was getting dragged for yeah. cheating. And first of all, people did not know the context. People did not know, like, what was going on in the relationship. And she just was getting, like, dragged for it to the point where she, like, shut down her social medias and she attempted suicide, I'm pretty sure. No. Yeah, and um, a world without sweet, sexy savage. Yeah, can imagine. <laughs> and like, then we look at someone like Offset who cheated on Cardi, mm. and it's like he wasn't Already? punished. Yeah, he did cheat on her. See, you don't, even, you don't <laughs> you even you don't even know, know about know. it. Yeah, he wasn't punished for it, and like freaking demonized like Kehlani was. I think the only guy that I know of, honestly, go off of the comments. You guys can tell me more. 
the only guy that I know that was ever actually demonized was Jay Z, and honestly, like, Jay-Z? it wasn't even that Beyonce. bad. And it's because it was Beyonce. Beyonce. And literally, when she released Lemonade and said, "I forgive him," everyone was like, "Okay, yeah." Like, <laughs> on the run tour, still survived. Yeah. Like, like when well, I, was, I got to the end of Lemonade. I feel like on the run thrive because like he had to be there, you know. He had to put on a good show. He had to, he couldn't do anything wrong after that. Bro, and he made back it back to that. Yeah, I remember when I was like grade eight and like Chris Brown did his thing, and I was like a good young feminist that I was. I was like, yo, this is terrible. I'm so mad. I, yeah, I like actually didn't like Chris Brown anyways, but like I was still mad. Mm-hmm. But some girls were like, I don't care. I still want him. Oh my god, you that's know? so no, sad. No, even with the Chris Brown thing, like when did that even happen? Like we were pretty young when that happened. Like 2011. Yeah, yeah. and then. I was still listening to Chris Brown in high school. Mm. I'm not going to lie. And obviously, I wasn't the same person that I am now. The Chris Brown story is kind of different, though. I was, like, yeah. I watched this documentary. Like, him and Rihanna were, like, 17, like, 18. And, like, they were, they actually had been drinking a lot. And, like, okay, she, but hit, she hit him first, like, a bunch of times. Like, there's no reason you should ever hit a woman. Yeah. But, like, the way he apologized, the way, like, he took it in stride, and the way, like, yeah, I mean, He's grown. Yeah, you shouldn't just hit a woman. Women shouldn't he- like beat men either. Exactly. But thank you. No yeah. one. There should be no abuse. Is it between like hitting someone and abuse? Yeah. But yeah, and like, if you see the photos, they're really graphic sh- and yeah, disturbing. And also, photos. not even just with Rihanna, but Chris Brown has been like he's such a freaking obsessive ex. Like he literally stalked Karuchi for so I long. I don't get that. It's like, like let her go, man. Yo, you're Chris Brown. Like. I know, like, oh my god. The whole world lighting up to be with you. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because, like, we are really quick. Like, I know girls who are Chris Brown fans and they hate when I bring up, like, the Rihanna thing. But I asked them. But I asked them. (laughs) But I asked them, would you date someone who you know had a history of being an abuser? And they're like, no. Well, girl, you still want Chris. Mm -hmm. He has a history of being an abuser. I yeah, like but I guess Chris. I think no women are a little bit more forgiving, which is really sad. But yeah, and there's also no like realistic. I mean, maybe they can date Chris Brown somehow. But yeah, like, but it's I mean, just in general, realistic. Yeah, okay. but just like so. in general, like it's just crazy to me that certain people, especially like women who know that like certain people are abusers, will still get with them. All right, I hate to do semantics here, but like Chris was like seventeen, eighteen. And so I don't you do know, I don't, age is... I think it does, because he, like, he had a really sincere apology. So at what age is the cutoff? Yeah, like, when are you an adult and when think, are you accountable? I think it's age, but it's also, like, habit or, like, um... Environment? And not environment, but, like, if he did it again at, like, 20, 23, 25, and it's, like, a, a habit of his, then no, never. But, but we like, don't know. Maybe he is. I don't think he is. He's got a daughter now, you know? That okay, means and is he like fucking violent crimes? Yeah, again, he has a violent times attitude. With, like fifty songs, that's a great album. I just want to enjoy this album. First of all, no one, no one needed a fifty song Chris Brown album in twenty seventeen. That was just no one needed that. Yeah. He could have saved some of that and made other albums. For sure. <laughs> he wasted. Yeah, I, I couldn't even. I was like, why would I sit here and consciously consume a fifty song Chris Brown album? I think like thirty songs. <laughs> Like, no, I'd rather just go listen to Lemonade, like, ten times. Lemonade is nice. Oh, lemonade's lemonade amazing. Is lemonade, honestly, so this is how I know music has power. Mm. I listened to Lemonade, and I was so angry. <laughs> 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 Who has cheated on me? Who's my man? No one. But it's like, I felt it. I felt it, too. I wanted to go key someone's car. She threw her ring, I and I so threw mine. Jay. Five. I was like, yo, Jay. With Kanye, what do you guys think about... 
people always excusing the things he does because he's a genius. I feel like we hear this a lot with Kanye, where um, people will excuse his behavior because they say that, you know, he's a musical Mm. genius. And even the game, he tweeted something about how Kanye is a genius and people that have never achieved his level of greatness shouldn't be able to question what he does. Mm. And it's like, I mean, his music is really good. Yeah. He is a genius in some aspects and some of the things he did, like um, 808 and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like he has a lot of good shit in his discography and in his production discography where he's helped so many other artists create beautiful things but that doesn't leave him to be unaccountable to everything he does i hear that i'm not even like personally i'm ashamed i'm not i'm not ashamed i love kanye so much (laughs) me too like i don't think what he did is terrible yeah i'm just really sad for like people that look up to him like that yeah because i'm not looking to kanye to give me like life advice to mm-hmm. give me like direction in my life you know mm-hmm. i'm looking to kind of to give me some like emotional support once in a while or like confidence boost when i'm listening mm-hmm. to some songs mm-hmm. the thing that like i was thinking about this today and it's like i'm really sad for like maybe his kids maybe like kids now looking up to him because mm-hmm. when he says slavery is a choice like a black a young black kid can confuse that and be like oh maybe maybe it was his choice maybe he's like no, I don't want that kid to confuse that. Slavery is not yeah. a choice. Slavery is American history, is like world history, is mm-hmm. institutional. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know what? As a celebrity, or not even just as a celebrity, as anyone with any type of platform, with any type of following, you need to be conscious about what you're putting out there because people really do internalize that, especially young people. Especially black celebrities. Yeah. Like, there's a handful of you guys out there. You know? definitely like respect an artist and the yeah. way they are like like i said before like just because you're i don't think that connie's a bad person yeah but i think that if you have bad values and bad morals you can still make good things yeah. happen mm-hmm. and obviously it is a shame that connie ended up kind of having that mental situation yeah. mm-hmm. but at the same time like this might be just because i love kanye i know <laughs> but it is a, i do feel like we are to a certain extent a product of each other's environment and i can't imagine being in a situation where like you're so in the second place with the kardashians yeah. and you are literally like when i would hear him okay did you guys hear when he crashed or he didn't crash tmc building or whatever oh, but he was in the interview, interview and then he just crazy. like went crazy he was yeah. like um, I got liposuction because I didn't want you guys to call me I fat mean, like Rob. No. I was like, what the heck? You're a psycho. Like, you no, literally, like, like... that was... I felt that... It's I true. thought that was genuine. And it was genuine. And he, to hear. He, it's genuine and he really believes that. But it's like, no one's thinking about Rob, Kanye. Like, we're talking about you yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm trying to get at is... I do think that people who are musicians have a really powerful voice and they're educators. And they should really take that job seriously mm-hmm. but it's hard because do they have space to fail and should we allow them to grow from that failure and so are people canceled forever yeah, yeah and i feel like you guys should really like watch the the apology yeah he's, he's <laughs> yeah, okay, about, okay like, guys we're gonna watch it and the link will be in the bio <laughs> but like he was, yeah okay he was just like because i think i feel like he's kind of starting to understand how much he means to the black community now 
because like of what of all the black backlash she got mm-hmm. and i want to like revisit lydia's like you, you asked the question in passing real quick you're like why doesn't miley cyrus represent all white people yeah and i think that's like that's why the opposite of that kanye kind of he represents a lot of black people whether he likes whether he likes it or not he does yeah and it's it's hard when hard, it's hard when your leader uh, falls into this other place, but yeah. yeah, um, it's hard, it's hard to um navigate cancel culture, and the question that you asked before, like, do we want to just cancel them or do we want to give them room to learn and grow, um, or is someone canceled and we're just trying to dead them and we don't want to hear from them ever again, yeah. and it's like there's levels to this problematic shit for sure, and there's different scenarios and different things that can happen where it's like this this one situation i can forgive and you can learn from your bigotry actually can you learn from bigotry i don't know all right guys hypothetically (laughs) i think it's like really important like the content like the person who we're talking about too because like yeah let me give a hypothetical hypothetical question here okay what if like that girl that like abused Charlemagne when when he was 15 Mm -hmm. what if that was beyonce they were like cousins or something. Is did, B is B canceled? Did B apologize? No, nah, she didn't. Have, she did, but the apology is trash. Oh, God. Then I think no. B's I'm not, sorry. Like I already, I already right? saw her in concert. I'm, I'm fine. sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw the, if you saw someone problematic in, can- in concert before they're problematic, consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hashtag Rockhampton. <laughs> yeah, we need to saw Rockhampton before we knew about the news. Honestly, best time of my life. And honestly, their music has gone downhill since. Yeah. Um, they didn't even drop an album, and it's been months. But, but no, yeah, for sure. I don't know if you yeah. ever listened to Brockhampton, Ben, but um, yeah. they basically their one problematic <laughs> member, Amir, is the front runner in their group. Like he's one of the best in terms of rapability. Yeah, it's basically him, Kevin, and Dom that people really, really fuck with heavy. Um, and now that Amir's gone, it's like he's in so much of their legacy. Yeah. they have three albums out. Actually, they had they had an album before saturation. Yeah, but four, they have, but they had three saturations. Yeah, but they have three saturations. He's on the cover of all three of their albums. Okay, that is not gonna age well. Just that him. Is just, just him. Ah, uh, bad move. Bad yeah. Move. So marketing. And <laughs> he's yeah. also in like a big chunk of their music. Uh, like he has a verse. On, uh, Brockhampton's a pretty big collective, but he probably has a verse on every single song. Yeah. And I feel like that's why they didn't drop their album before those like allegations came out because i feel like they probably had to redo it all because there's no way that you're just cutting all his parts out he literally has all the parts so that goes another question because i was like brockhampton's canceled because they put him on the cover they fully knew what was going on Mm -hmm. so can i support a group that i guess support supports that type of behavior because Mm -hmm. even though they did cut him out like a part of me does believe they only cut him out because people found out Yeah. yeah so ben if you didn't know they literally kicked him out of their group and said Brockhampton is no longer with Amir Van. Only after they got out After, there. yeah, after that yeah. stuff came out. But a lot of the victims were saying that the other members of Brockhampton were complicit in their abuse. They live in the same house. Yeah. So do you feel, and I feel like that goes back to the friend question when I was talking about, like, are you able to support, like, your friend artists? Like, let's say you, let's say, okay, let's say I was a musician, mm-hmm. and you knew that I was, like, beating up my boyfriend, you never saw it. You kind of just heard. You kind of got the feeling that I was. Would you still come to my shows? But you're my friend, Ben. What are you gonna do? Yo, if y'all don't, if you don't know Lydia, she's like, how tall are you? Like, five, five. <laughs> I'm like five one. <laughs> I'm like, who's this guy you're beating up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but let's say it was happening. Okay, but like, how good are you? Are you Kanye? Are you like 
Okay, so no, she's, she's good. She's talented. She's talented. I'm talented. Yeah, yeah, she's talented. So if I'm not talented, <laughs> it if changes if you're not it. Talented, I'm not going for sure. Yeah, but 100%. I'm talented, I'm and I'm your friend. Um, I and you like, only knew this because, like, for a long time, like, I've been single, so like, I just got into this relationship. I would try to talk to you first, cause like, okay. as a friend, and if you aren't like, if you aren't changing, then now yeah, you're canceled. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's why I'm. Only, that's why I remember when I found out about Amira's friggin' pissed and uh, yeah no i was so yeah. sad all day mm-hmm. um i can't even listen to junkie anymore because his verse will it come means on and no I'm matter like, yeah i can't listen to yeah. this yeah because matt Chapman makes a verse about how you need to respect women but he doesn't respect women himself because he lets <laughs> friends <laughs> yeah he lets his friends abuse girls in their house it's like cosby like oh you shouldn't use the n-word but i'm gonna just mm-hmm. rape some girls yeah um so just like a kind of final thought before we end the podcast what does someone have to do for us to write them off or is everything forgivable and i mean this gets down to a more core question about humanity itself not just music but just in general um first you gotta be trash whatever you're doing that helps me cancel you okay (laughs) um and then it's like Lydia, yeah, take it away for a second. Let me, let me think about yeah, this. Yeah, okay. think about it. I thought about this multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm all about progression and learning because I feel like when people truly learn, they're able to progress. Mm-hmm. So going back to the Brockhampton example, just because I do know it the best, I don't know the other examples too well. Let's say Amir had actually admitted to what he had done um, genuinely, and then he made the effort to ensure that other people in his community and other people, like kids who were looking up to him, mm-hmm. were trying like to tell them not to do what they, he did and like mm-hmm. try to rebuild a system to change that sort of mindset. So I think I would respect that, and I'd be like, he's actually trying to make an effort. He mm-hmm. saw his problematic behavior and is trying to fix it. I feel like that's forgivable, and I feel like that's forgivable like in other cases as well. Um, like I said, I don't know the other cases too well, but as far as X, if he was still alive and he was able maybe he went to rehab maybe you took like the whatever precautions he had to take to get better and able to ensure people in his community aren't doing the same i really respect that mm-hmm. i think you're canceled if you have to like your have whoever your pr has to make you stand in yeah. front of a camera and yeah. do an apology then i don't think that pr should make you be doing anything and it's hard when it, they're celebrities because you know that they have teams behind them and they have people t- talking in their ear telling them that their image isn't looking good and they have to do this and this so it's hard to see what is genuine and what isn't and then there's like people like doja cat who you can tell don't does not have a publicist in her corner because she made that stupid apology but um i think for me um the problematic behavior depends on if you're hurting another person yeah that is true like whether it be physical whether it be mental emotionally um whether it be like systemic like you're saying things that are bigoted and can have an impact on people and can have an a hateful impact on the way others think that's kind of where I draw my line because I'm a very mm, I go with the model that like you know do whatever the fuck you want I don't care as long as you're not hurting other people and you're not hurting yourself um and then once that problematic thing comes out um the way that you deal with it is definitely important and if you have a genuine apology and I can tell that you're remorseful for what you've done then mm-hmm. and action know, yeah and, and action because actions speak a lot louder than words for sure then you know maybe you don't have to be canceled because 
there's a lot of people that are canceled right now. Honestly, I and it's true. Like, obviously, I've never done anything to the extent of maybe um, X, but I've canceled myself so many times <laughs> in my head. Yeah, I do my own problematic. Yeah, yeah, so I think that that is important. Ben, so, yeah. uh, what, what were you After hearing thoughts? that, I think like I have to piggyback off the of both of you there yeah. with your points. Like with the progression thing, mm-hmm. like I, no matter what Malcolm X did in his like early stages of life, mm-hmm. with the work he did after, like once he like yeah found Islam and started reading, yeah, <laughs> niggas needed read books. more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Read more, drink more water. <laughs> yeah, like the work he did for black people, like I couldn't cancel him no matter what. Mm-hmm. after that and then just with the harming others like personally before anything i consider myself like a black person a black mm-hmm. i'm a pan-africanist mm-hmm. african first african then black and as a pan-african like if you're with kanye like his ideas and problematic ideas and stuff i don't feel like kanye's hurting pan-africans because i feel like kanye's more like international like yeah. black and white everyone mm-hmm. But if you're not hurting Pan-Africans and African people in general in a terrible way, then, I mean, you're, you can do you. I'm not really yeah. like... And I think when we talk about, you know, can we separate an artist from their art, if you're someone that has the answer of a resounding no, you can't, there's a lot of good and ethical content out there that you can consume. The world has so much good music in it that we won't even be able to listen to it all before we die. Doesn't that ever stress you out? It stresses me out. But, yeah, like, there's so much good music out there. There's so many good films, TV shows, people that you could support that are not engaging in any hurtful behavior. And I think that's a good note to end the podcast on. Thank you so much, Ben, for coming out and having this Yay. conversation with us. I'm so honored. And just like, <laughs> I'm feeling the privilege, like the yeah. friendship privilege here, you know. So thanks thank for having you so me. Much. We love privilege. Um, <laughs> thank you so much to everyone. If you got to this point and you listened to the whole thing, we love you more than you know. Um, so much love. And make sure to and make subscribe. Sure you guys, <laughs> yeah, make sure you subscribe. We are available on iTunes and SoundCloud and soundcloud yeah so follow us on soundcloud if you want to be notified when we post and then also subscribe on itunes and it will get downloaded automatically to your podcast library i believe um make sure you follow us on our socials because we do post every time we upload a new podcast yeah um both of our socials are going to be in the description box below yeah we'll have ben's too yeah if you can you liked ben's words you're trying to see the man behind the mic (laughs) make sure you follow him on instagram yeah, slide in his DMs if you are recently a little single. cutie. Slide in his DMs. Slide in his DMs. A reason to why <laughs> you shouldn't queens. support the artist from its art, and you can be our next guest on the podcast. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna actually have a contest. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have any suggestions on things that you want to hear in, <laughs> comment in them the down future. below. Um. Just hit us up. Our socials are gonna be there, so just hit us up on Instagram or uh, my Twitter is there too. Uh, Lydia doesn't have a Twitter because she's fake, but we'll get there eventually. (laughs) Thank you guys. See y'all. Bye.